A highly requested topic, milk thistle. Can it cure hangovers, protect the liver, detoxify us, or have a benefit for type 2 diabetes? Keep listening on to find out, only here on the People Scientist Podcast. Listening to the People Scientist, the podcast dedicated to helping us optimize our health with the latest scientific findings on neuroscience, physiology, and nutrition. I, your host, Dr. Stephanie Caligiuri, a nutritionist, physiologist, and neuroscientist, will be here with you every single week, bringing us information to ignite our thinking to help us be one step closer to the healthiest we can be. Hello, my People Scientist Army, and welcome back to the People Scientist Podcast for episode 69, where every week I arm us with some scientific evidence so that we can all lead the healthy lives we want to live. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? I hope that you are doing well, and that today's episode will spark some interest and insight for you. For this week's episode, I was asked to talk about the supplement Milk Thistle. This supplement is actually very popular and has been around and studied for several decades. In fact, it's in the top 10 most popular supplements that people purchase. Lots of claims have been made about the supplements, but what does the clinical evidence actually say? So without further delay, let's jump right into some core takeaways. In clinical trials, participants were asked to consume supplements containing milk thistle or its active ingredient, silymarin. In patients living with type 2 diabetes, improvements in blood glucose levels and that gold standard for blood glucose, HbA1c, were noted. In patients with chronic liver disease or in patients undergoing medical treatments, some improvements in liver health and liver function were noted. Milk thistle supplements also appear to increase glutathione levels in the blood, which is a natural antioxidant of the body. It may also reduce measures of oxidative stress and inflammation. However, sometimes the results were variable and benefits were not always noted. Some scientists report that the reason why the results may be variable is because milk thistle supplements themselves may also be variable. Some supplements were found to have harmful contaminants or the incorrect amount of milk thistle versus what was actually put on the label. Unfortunately, that is the risk we take with supplements sometimes because the supplement industry is not very well regulated. Now, let's get into those details. Milk thistle is an herb of the aster plant family. This plant family also includes daisies and artichokes. Milk thistle is native to the Mediterranean area, but is thought to have been brought to other parts of the world starting in the 1500s. Milk thistle contains many compounds that could have impact on health, but of particular interest is its content of silymarin. I would say that the grand majority of research on milk thistle or its compound silymarin is on liver health. Preclinical research shows that milk thistle may promote liver health in the presence of chemical contaminants and may prevent fibrosis. Let me give a bit of an analogy to explain liver fibrosis. 
Let's say that we fall on the ground and we happen to break our arm. In order to help promote the healing of our arm, we're going to have a cast put on it. And that cast is there to hopefully have some benefit, but at the same time, it limits our use of our arm. It makes our arm more stiff. Perhaps we'll also lose some muscle tone of our arm while that cast is there. That has some similarities to what liver fibrosis is. Liver fibrosis is the response to the liver being injured. For example, from having hepatitis A or C virus or from having too much alcohol consumption over a long period of time, the liver becomes damaged, and fibrosis is the response to that. But unfortunately, that healing response of fibrosis, like the cast, also has some downsides. It increases the stiffening of the liver, and it reduces the health and functioning of the liver at the same time. So it is really interesting that in preclinical models, milk thistle or silymarin supplementation seems to reduce the fibrosis in the liver in response to an injury to the liver. So the fact that milk thistle prevented this in preclinical models was of great interest. This led scientists to study milk thistle or silymarin in patients with liver disease. So let's take a look at some of those clinical trials. Keong and colleagues in 2017 published a randomized, double-blind controlled clinical trial with 99 participants. The participants were diagnosed with non-alcohol steatohepatitis. Now, this is a more severe form of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. What this means is the participants did not have alcohol use disorder or alcoholism, but their liver developed a lot of fatty tissues or fatty storage, and this greatly impaired their liver health and the functioning of their liver. People that are at risk for developing this type of liver disease include individuals with obesity, particularly if they have abdominal obesity in the stomach area, if individuals are living with type 2 diabetes or have very high cholesterol levels. So the goal for the scientists was to see if milk thistle supplements could improve the liver health of individuals living with this type of fatty liver disease. In order to test this hypothesis, the participants were given 700 milligrams of silymarin, the active ingredient in milk thistle, three times a day for 48 weeks. 50 participants were given a placebo three times a day as a control. Liver biopsies were taken before and after the trial, so this was a very well-designed study. After 48 weeks of taking the milk thistle supplement, so nearly a year, participants taking the silymarin from the milk thistle had reductions in liver fibrosis based on their histology of 22.4% versus only 6% in the placebo control group. And based on liver stiffness measurements, an improvement of at least 30% was noted in 24% of the people in the silymarin or the milk thistle group versus only 2% in the placebo control group. The silymarin group also had significant reductions in mean aspartate aminotransferase to platelet ratio index, improvements in their fibrosis 4 score, and as well as their non-alcoholic fatty liver disease fibrosis score. These improvements were not observed in the placebo control group. So what this clinical trial shows us is that silymarin from milk thistle may have some substantial benefits on liver health in individuals with fatty liver disease. However, it is important to note that not everyone in that milk thistle group improved. Only some did. And it is important to note that for an unknown reason, not everyone in the milk thistle group saw benefit. But this is the case for the grand majority of interventions or medicines. A lot of the times there are just some people that are non-responders. 
A meta-analysis published in 2017 combined eight randomized controlled trials and concluded that silymarin was able to improve blood levels of AST and ALT. Now, AST and ALT are blood markers that indicate liver function and liver health. So the fact that the milk thistle supplements improved these markers in the blood in eight randomized controlled trials is really prominent and profound. In the American Journal of Gastroenterology, scientists pooled together 13 clinical trials where patients with different types of liver disease were given milk thistle supplements daily over long periods of time. The scientists observed that milk thistle significantly decreased death from all causes in patients with specifically alcohol liver disease. For example, in the patient, for the patients in the control group, over following them for a long period of time, if they had alcohol liver disease, almost 9% of the patients died during that study period follow-up. However, if the patients were given milk thistle supplements, 5% of them had passed away during the study follow-up. So it seems that if they were taking milk thistle, their chances of surviving seemed to be better. However, when the scientists looked at what, the, what they called two high-quality clinical trials, the patient responses were quite variable, and they said it was difficult to make any firm conclusions on whether or not milk thistle could improve lifespan or reduce mortality. So it is important to note that some other clinical trials and meta-analyses report no improvement in measures of liver health or just too variable of a response. So in the end, silymarin or milk thistle may have benefit for people with liver disease, but it may not benefit everyone. So the verdict is still out. I often hear of people taking milk thistle to prevent hangovers the next morning. This is interesting and possible. I say that it is possible because there is data to show that milk thistle may be able to protect the liver and other cells in the body from oxidative stress and the negative effects of alcohol and its product, acetaldehyde. However, no direct evidence has looked at the ability for milk thistle to cure or prevent hangover symptoms. But still, it is an interesting notion, seeing as the liver is what partially metabolizes ethanol or alcohol. And if it's protecting the liver, then perhaps indirectly, it may have some benefit. I've also heard of people speaking about milk, thist milk thistle being able to help in a detox or cleanse. I couldn't find any high-quality data to support that milk thistle has the ability to cleanse us of harmful compounds. However, our liver is a very important organ in regard to eliminating toxins from our body. So indirectly, if milk thistle is able to promote our liver health, I suppose it could be inferred that milk thistle could help our liver function and do its detoxification processing better. Now, this would be particularly important for individuals that have compromised liver health already because perhaps milk thistle would be able to bring their liver, liver health closer to a more healthier state, helping their liver to function better, helping their liver to do that detoxification process better. But in truth, eliminating harmful things from our diet and lifestyle is the most important thing to help our liver function well and to do its job. This means cutting out alcohol, processed foods, fried foods, and high sugar intake as well. But there is clinical data on the impact of milk thistle on other health conditions. So how about milk thistle for type 2 diabetes? Because there's actually quite a bit of clinical evidence here. For example, Hattie in 2018 wrote a great meta-analysis that combined together eight randomized controlled clinical trials in patients living with type 2 diabetes. The scientists concluded that silymarin decreased fasting blood sugar, 
hemoglobin A1c that gold standard for blood sugar. It improved levels of insulin, LDL cholesterol, and a marker of oxidative stress, malondialdehyde. Now the doses of milk thistle or silymarin ranged from 200 to 600 milligrams per day. So let's get into the details of the most recent clinical trial in this meta-analysis. This clinical trial was published in 2018 and included 20 women and 20 men between the ages of 25 to 50 years living with type 2 diabetes. The participants received either 140 milligrams of silymarin three times a day or placebo for 45 days. The supplement they studied is trademarked as Liver Goal from Goldaroo Herbal Products Pharmaceutical Company. But this pro company was not affiliated or sponsored this study. Now this is very important so the scientists could remain unbiased because this supplement did not provide any funding or any input on the study at all. Now the silymarin supplements led to a reduction in fasting blood sugar by 11%. Serum insulin decreased by 14%. Insulin resistance improved by 26%. That's pretty profound. And serum triglycerides improved by 24%. So it appears that in this randomized controlled trial of 40 people, that milk thistle, or silymarin in particular, has some consistent results in improving blood glucose levels in patients with type 2 diabetes. But how might milk thistle have these benefits? It is thought that milk thistle can increase our natural antioxidants within our body, specifically glutathione. Scientists reported that adding silymarin to patients' blood samples, or by asking the patients to take these supplements, that it increased the glutathione levels in their blood. For example, this has been shown in a few clinical trials, particularly in patients with a condition called beta-thalassemia. In many preclinical trials, too, silymarin supplementation increased glutathione, reduced oxidative stress, and protected the liver from chemical contaminants. In 2015, patients with type 2 diabetes taking 140 milligrams of silymarin three times a day saw an improvement in their superoxide dismutase by 13% as another natural antioxidant system within our body. It improved glutathione peroxidase by 30%, and total antioxidant capacity of their blood by 8%. Silymarin supplementation also resulted in a significant reduction in a marker of inflammation, C-reactive protein, by 27% after 45 days of supplementation. And this is not the only clinical trial to show some antioxidant benefit in patients with silymarin supplementation. So these results have been replicated in other groups of patients, such as in those with liver disease, which is important because if we're seeing it across different groups of patients, then that means it's more likely to have a believable impact and have efficacy in regard to the general population. So one of the things that kept coming up in the clinical trials and the evidence is how the results can be quite variable. Some trials show benefit with milk thistle or silymarin, while others do not. Why is that? Well, first off, very few treatments seem to work for everyone. That's just the reality. There will always be some people that are non-responders who don't benefit from a treatment. But the reason may also be because the supplement industry does not regulate supplements very well. And as a result, there can be great variability in the supplements themselves because they're not standardized. For example, in scientific reports last year, Scientists analyzed what was present in 26 milk thistle extract supplements available on the market 
in the United States and in the Czech Republic. The scientists noted that in all of the milk thistle preparations tested, a large number and high concentration of mycotoxins and several pesticides, as well as the substantial presence of microbiological contamination, were detected, pointing to serious safety issues. The scientists also noted that the amount of silymarin in the supplements was often not matching up with what was put on the label. So this is my issue with supplements. If anyone asks for my opinion on supplements, I love the idea of them in general, that we can study the importance or the effects of these supplements, whether they be vitamins, minerals, or natural health products. We can study them in clinical studies and find a way to promote our health and our well-being. But then the actual execution of preparing the supplements is often not ideal because the supplement industry is just not standardized or regulated to the same extent that other things like food or pharmaceuticals are. As a result, unfortunately, things that are present in the bottle do not always match up with what is on the label. And sometimes, unfortunately, contaminants can also be present in the supplements that may negate some of the potential benefits. So my recommendation is if you're, if you're going to look for a supplement, any supplement, try your best to find one that has something on the label that, said it, that says it is third-party tested for quality or for some quality control. So what that means is one company makes the supplement and then another company that should be unbiased tests to see what ex- exactly is present in that supplement is if there's supposed to be 140 milligrams of silymarin in one capsule, is it actually 140 milligrams or is it less or is it more? But also, is there anything else in that supplement that could be harmful? And if it is, then that company is not supposed to sell it. So that's what third-party testing means. And so it should always be put on the label if a product is third-party tested. So that's my suggestion. If you're ever looking at supplements, try to find something that has that third-party testing or quality testing. So that is a wrap, my people scientist army. Milk thistle or its active compound, silymarin, may indeed have some great benefit for liver health, type 2 diabetes, and for promoting our natural antioxidant systems. However, not everyone seems to benefit from milk thistle supplements, and that could be in part due to the variability in supplement quality. If you do decide to take milk thistle supplements or silymarin, try your best to choose a good quality supplement that has a third-party testing for quality. That would be indicated right on the supplement label. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. Make sure to follow me on social media because throughout the week I always like to post extra information and some of the clinical studies that I cite in this episode on my social media account so you can get a little bit more insight into the week's topic. So I look forward to meeting you all back here the same time and same place next week on the People Scientist Podcast. Bye for now. I am a scientist simply sharing scientific evidence. Some of the clinical interventions I discuss are not appropriate for everyone. Before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle, please do consult the advice of your physician or dietitian. My opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of Mount Sinai Hospital and its affiliates. Thank you.